Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Welcome, everybody. This is Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Nice to be with you on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Hey, by the way, you can uh, connect with us in all kinds of different ways. You can go to whenisthetime.com. You can suggest future topics. Let us know your input. Let us know if you love us. Let us know if you don't love us. Whatever it is, you can connect with us at whenisthetime.com. We've also got facebook.com access forward slash access consciousness. You can go to my website, which is drdanehere.com, and uh, there's a couple free video series there for you using some of these really cool access tools. So, what's the subject for today, Gary? After the fall. After the fall. And by after that's the fall... That's when winter comes, right? That's what I was going to say. We don't, okay, we don't exactly mean winter, do we? No. We no, don't we mean, mean winter. You we know, mean something like, else. Except that this is the winter of my discontent. <laughs> you know, I was wondering. I was like, wow, when is the winter of your discontent coming up? I, I just found it. Yeah. You that's pretty it. cool. Okay, good. All right, yeah. I'm over it. Right. Time for spring. <laughs> okay, so it's like, the, you know, it's like the reason we're doing this subject is because a whole lot of people have this point of view that, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I've failed. And it's like when you go to the, oh, my God, I've failed, you have come out of the one thing that will save your ass every time question. Question empowers the universe to help you. A statement destroys the universe's capacity to help you. And so what happens is when you go to that conclusion, and I you know, I know this from personal experience because I grew up doing it just probably like most of us have. You mean fine? What? You were really fine at it? Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, yeah fucked yeah. up, insecure, and neurotic, yeah. and emotional. I, I like that. You know, I like that you're using the fact that we can say whatever we want on, I know, I online. Just, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like my dirty mouth doth come out. It's a terrible thing that, that Roland let us know that you could say whatever you wanted. I know. Oh, boy. He so, opened the Pandora's box. Exactly. But you know what? What most people do is, is they, see, they see the thing that's in front of them that looks like the, the wrongness or the fact that they failed. And then that's the conclusion that they keep coming up with. And what it does is it stops them dead in their tracks because your point of view creates your reality. Reality does not create your point of view. So when you take the point of view that I failed, guess what? You've just created it. And you've taken yourself away from one of your greatest capacities to change, which is ask a question, which is like, wow, what really happened here? What's, here's some questions you can ask. What really happened here? What's right about this I'm not getting? What else is possible from here that I haven't even considered? And how does it get any better than this? Okay, so there's four questions that if you use those, you'll start to change the energy of what you've decided is the failure, the limitation, the thing you can't get over. 
And the thing about that is what you want to change is the energy. Why is that? Well, imagine what it was like last time you did something that didn't work out and get the energy of that, the twisting in your guts, the feeling like you're wrong, the feeling like you can't make it happen, the feeling like you just stopped yourself. Those are not feelings. Those are certainties, Danes. Oh, sorry. Those are energies. Gary. Oh, yeah. They're, for, they're, they're feelings. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're really. They're feelings, which are just an energy. It's, it's an energetic thing that's going on. And what happens is if you can get the difference between that and when you chose something that felt like it just really worked out well and like you were headed in the right direction, you were sort of on cloud nine about it or cloud 10, that's a different energy. So what you're looking to do is change the energy of the situation because when you're in that first energy, you stop creation. You stop moving forward. You just go into judgment. When you're in that second energy, you've got possibilities just because of the energy you're willing to be. Well, one of the things that I think people have to get is that, you know, it's like there are three components to the sources of all creation. And that is the, uh, the creation, create the generation, ah, that. which is the energy you get about something. When you have, you know, when you function from generative energy, it's like it's, you know, that those moments when you have that sort of like, oh, my God, I have this great idea. Oh, like, I remember those. Those yes. are really generative moments in which you start the processes of bringing something into physical actualization. And one of the things we've started to do is talk about physical actualization instead of creation. Okay, wow. I have no idea what's going on, but for some reason something ugly is happening outside of our house. And yes, apparently somebody has decided it's a good time for construction or yeah, or destruction, something. as the case may be. So, uh, oh, sorry if this is interrupting, <laughs> uh, but you know what? We can't always do these in a studio setting. We keep trying, but we are not always successful. So at any rate, you, you have this generative energy and it's like the, you know, you've all experienced that generative energy. You know, those times when you start to do something and you're working really hard at something and it's like, and you, you just keep on working and working, working, things keep happening and happening and happening and you get Get clear about the fact that you have different possibilities available to you. So even without these tools, if you've managed to change something in your life, if you've managed to have one of those times where you just kept well, going, it's like that's what we're talking about. That time when you have so much energy on something that as you do it, you actually forget to eat. You forget, you know, those are generative energy moments when you forget to eat, when you forget to do the things that are quote unquote normal, the things you're quote unquote supposed to do. That's the moment in which you're having this generative energy moment. And those are the times when that's, you know, that energy is what you should be and have available to you all the time. And most of us don't somehow manage to get that, to have that available to us all the time. Because for some reason, we think that it's just not possible or it's not right or it's not real. Well, and that's part of what this conversation is about today. It's like, you know, this after the fall idea, what if everything that didn't work out well for you? What if every single thing that you've had well, that felt like it was a failure? What if everything you called a failure was actually just an opening for a new possibility? Exactly. And, you know, from my perspective, it is. And it's like, and I, I read some books years ago, you know, people that were these great philosophers who said, you know, it's like, it's, you know, failure only means you're closer to success. Well, yeah. And, you know, one of the things, they, one of the staples of sales training is the idea that, you know, you need to get your 10 no's before you can get a yes. You know, because well, 10% of people that. say yes. No, I don't either. But it's an idea of looking at the same thing. So you're not looking at it as a wrongness. You're looking at it as one step closer to the possibility you're looking to create. Yeah. 
And it's like, but you've got to get that you can't really fail. You know, it's like uh, one of the great things is, you know, Simone Millicis, who's our worldwide coordinator. She uh, was on the program a little bit ago. And we were talking about the fact that she'd created this sticker called, you know, what if you knew you couldn't fail? And it's like that sticker, she actually, you know, it's like her whole impetus of her business was to create a change in the world. And she got a call from a lady who had, who had, who called her and said, thanks to your sticker. She said, I finally left my abusive husband. I finally have a life of my own and my kids and I are happy. And if it hadn't been for that sticker, and it's like, I put up with him beating me up every day for three years after I bought that sticker. And then suddenly I looked at it one day and I went, oh my God, I can't fail. And she said, at that moment, I turned the corner and I started creating my life. What a great gift. You know, what if you knew you couldn't fail? Because the reality is, if you're still breathing, you haven't failed. Good. The only, point. the only time you failed is when you're dead, when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This morning, I woke up dead. I don't know what it was. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I think some people feel like that sometimes. They're like, uh, I think I woke up dead this morning. It's like, uh, not necessarily. If you're still breathing, you're still good. You can still create what it is you actually want to create. So here's the thing. What you want to look at is how many times has what you thought was a failure actually led you in a different and greater direction? Because that's the way it works. When you when you get to that thing that you think is a failure, it's always because there's actually something greater around the corner. And the other thing you want to look at is a lot of times what will happen is you'll screw something up so you can get the information you need that it's not going to work out very well. So for example, if you get together with a in relationship with a person who is, I don't know, maybe not your best choice, maybe not really nice to you, maybe not really kind to you. <clears throat> and then that relationship ends or you feel like it's a failure. Well, maybe it ended because you needed to realize that there's somebody out there nicer for you. Or maybe you find out that you actually like your own company more than you thought you did. Well, it's like, you know, the other thing is we all make a lot of decisions. You know, I loved it. You know, I was working with this woman in, in Florida and she was going on and on about how terrible it was that she'd gotten divorced and her husband had divorced her after 16 years and it was so miserable and she would never survive. And it's like, but it's the amount of, you know, quote unquote upset she was, you know, demonstrating. Right. Didn't match the energy of what she was creating. And I'm going, something's not right here. What is this? And I finally went to her. So truth, and by the way, this is a tool you can use. Whenever you ask the, whenever you say truth or you think truth before you ask a question, now don't tell the attorneys or the law will break down. <laughs> um, if you ask, if you think truth before you ask a question, the law of the universe is you have to, you have to, uh, the person either has yeah. to tell you the truth or you'll know they're lying. And so will everybody else in the room. So when you when you ask truth or think truth before you ask somebody a question, they'll either tell you the truth or you'll know they're not telling you the truth. Right. So Gary did this with this lady, and I said, "Okay, so truth. When did you leave the the marriage?" And she got this strange look on her face, on her face, and I went, "So did you leave the marriage six months before you got married, or six months after?" And she said, "Oh my God, six months before." And I said, "What do you mean?" She said, well, I knew six months before I married this man that it wasn't going to work. I said, then why did you marry him? Well, we'd already sent out the invitations. I said, wow. So for $450 worth of engraved invitations, 
you would marry somebody and live with them for 16 years while being unhappy? Wow. You know, but that's... That's normal. Yeah, that is normal because what people don't want to put up with is the ridicule they would get from their friends and family members. They don't want to let somebody down. They don't want to make somebody feel bad about themselves. I mean, there are all kinds of things that some that people don't well, want to do. They keep the them. justifications. It's like rather than looking at actually what is for you, because if you look at what is for you, then you know in a heartbeat what to do. I have this friend who, you know, it's like he was engaged to this woman and he realized she wasn't that kind and that nice to him. And he left her in like one day. Yeah, but that was a that was a that was a, a step in in the direction of absolute requirement necessity. Not necessity, but actually it was a step in the direction of actual choice. And so the thing is, you know, what happened for me, <laughs> I happen to be the friend he's talking about in this case, and literally being in a relationship that I finally found out. Now I I spent months um, well, actually, I spent a year and a half or two years. We were together for three years. I spent about two plus years of that relationship in total judgment of myself about everything, thinking I was wrong. I, here I was a chiropractor starting a practice, thinking I was wrong for everything I was doing in practice, thinking I was wrong for everything I was doing with my patients, thinking I was wrong for the money I wasn't making, thinking I was wrong for all of these things. And so I kept feeling wrong, 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 wrong. Now, if you've ever been in a relationship where you feel wrong, 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 listen to what I'm saying because this may be applying to you. And But what happened was I spent a few months before actually breaking up with her looking and seeing, okay, does this person actually care for me or is this person simply with me for some other reason? And at one point she said, look, um, I know you've been doing this access stuff. Could you please stop? And I went, what? Because it was the one thing that actually started making me happy, that started making me like, realize there were the possibilities that I could actually create the possibilities I always wanted to. And she asked me to stop. And I went, why? How could you even ask me to do this? This is, this is one of the coolest things in my life right now. And she said, because. She said, I could explain your, even though chiropractic is weird, I could explain that to my friends. But this stuff She's like, I can't explain it at all. So if you could stop, that'd be really cool. And I looked at her, I was like, no. And I realized at that moment, it had nothing to do with me. The relationship had nothing to do with me. It was all about her and what she wanted. And so with that, within a day, I left. I was like, you know what? Uh, I have to go. I'm sorry. And, you know, and she said, you know, I do all these things for you and I take care of the house and I do all this stuff. And I said, you know what? Yes, you do. And I'm really grateful for that. And I said, somebody else would love that and be so grateful for it. I said, for me, I said, that's not as relevant as some of the other things I need to do in my life right now. And I left. Here's the interesting thing is within a day, all of that stuff I was judging myself for wasn't there. It was gone. It was like all of the things I was judging myself for, I'd been picking up because I was supposed to judge myself because I was with this person that I didn't realize at the time was in such huge judgment of me. So you could have looked at that as a fall, as a failure, as a problem. I mean, I could have looked at it like that, but I chose not to. I looked and went, you know what? Um, What's right about this I'm not getting? And I realized, oh my gosh, I've actually got access to my life. So where is it that you have had something fall apart, that you've decided is a wrongness, have decided is a problem, that actually isn't. 
that's actually the doorway to something greater you just haven't been able to acknowledge yet. And everything that doesn't allow you to recognize what is really possible, we need to destroy and create all that. Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and meons. Ah, <sighs> <coughs> so yep. much better. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah. So what if there were no wrongness in you and no wrongness to anything you'd chosen? That's the, hopefully one of the things that you can get out of this conversation. Because if there were no wrongness to you and no wrongness to anything you'd chosen, what else would be possible? You know, and what are the choices do you have if you're not looking for what you're not doing that's correct? And if, if, you're you, looking, if you're not looking from the wrongness of you, but from the possibility of you. Because here's the thing. You ever notice that when you go to look for what's not correct about you and what's wrong about you and what's not right about you, that you find exactly that? What? I know. It's weird. Whatever you look for, you tend to find. What? So, I know. Exactly. I know. Weird, what's, it, what's happening? What, it's like that. But, so what are you looking for? Yeah. And that is one of the things you want to get to is what are you looking for? What would you really like to choose? If it weren't up to somebody else, if it were up to you, what would you choose that you never thought you could choose? I think we're going to go to a little break here, yep. and we will talk about that subject when we come back. We'll be right Thanks, back everybody. on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. It's Gary and... Dane, welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. And what we're trying to do here, we the reason you know we wanted to be on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America is because we'd like to empower you with truly different choices and different possibilities. When I came to this Access Consciousness work, uh, it's 13 years ago now, we leaped into a new year. Um, literally, I had tried every darn thing I could to make my life work. I, I was, thought we fell into it. I don't oh. think we leaped into it. Oh, we fell into it. Yeah, that's into the new after year, after the fall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Because we were, you know, it's like after the, the fall, end of the world exactly. You know, the world ended, and now we're falling into a new reality. Well, perfect works for me. Well, okay. I'd rather leap into it personally, so you okay, can good. fall all you want, but I'm going to be leaping. Okay, good. You know, and that's one of the I'll cool things it, yeah. is, you know, we'd like you to get the possibility of leaping instead of having to fall. And what if you realize that every fall you took was actually the capacity to leap further. Well, one of the things and, is when my my kids used to fall down and it's like they would fall down and they you know then it's like I'd go over and I go okay did you break the cement and they go they look and they go no and they get up and they run away. Right. And they were fine because I was asking the question. I was not trying to make them wrong nor was I trying to make them anything except aware of the fact that they didn't have to hurt if they didn't choose to hurt. So what if we all got the awareness that we don't have to hurt unless we choose to hurt? Wouldn't that be a great idea? And if we also realize that we're choosing, if if, if we look at it from that place, and yeah. that's beyond groundbreaking because most people are like, no, it happened to me. But if you realize that, then you also realize that we're choosing every hurt that we're experiencing. Yeah. It's like, what? And choice is really the source of power. <coughs> so we talked about the generative energy. Then the creative energy is when you start to put something in, you pro- start to bring things into existence that haven't existed before. That's the generative energy or the creative energy. Sorry. So it's like that's when you start to bring things into existence. And that's when you start to find, you know, well, what do I have to do first in order to create this? What do I have to do next? And the third element of it is the institutive energy. And the institutive energy is the one that most people try to resist because if you really started this from the point of view, well, this is start. You know, the first one is start, which is, you know, the generative energy. And the second one is is creative, which is change. And then the third one is maintain. But it's not about maintaining things like you have to mow the lawn. What it means is you have to maintain the energy you're using to create something. And what most people fail at is when they let go of that institutive energy, that maintenance energy, that maintains everything they've created and they go to the wrongness of them. I love it. There was a girl who, uh, she was doing access class and she called me. She goes, oh my God, I was doing so well. I had like 10 people signed up for my class and then all of a sudden the energy went away and I realized it wasn't going to make, so I just canceled it. I said, what? Wow. I said, what if, you know, it's like the thing is if you get that you create an energy, you start the energy flowing, if you maintain that energy flow, the the business or whatever you have will grow on its own because it then has an energy source and life force of its own. And it's like we got to get that we can create something, but when we add energy to something, we create it, and then it begins to grow on its own. And when that happens, that's when usually the force and effort that is required goes away. 
And that's when most people fail. Well, and also one of the things we've talked about for a long time is what happens for most people is they will get involved in, in the generative energy and they'll get to the place of starting to create something. And what happens is as soon as it's about to take on a life of its own, as soon as it's about to actually get its own consciousness, if you will, because everything you create has its own consciousness. It's its own thing. As soon as that happens, it feels like the energy that was building and getting more intense and getting more sort of solid or more substantial in a sense, it feels like it disappears. Well, and that's the moment that people pull their energy out, quote unquote, and decide it's not going to happen. But that's right the moment where you want to actually put more energy in to put this thing into the world. Because what's happening is it's kind of like a, a mitosis operation, you know, where cells divide. Or is that meiosis? No, I think that's mitosis. Where the cells Whatever divide. Whatever you confuse me because I don't know what it is. To create another cell where, you know, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then basically it splits in the middle and there's two identical copies. Well, it's a similar thing. It's like you're creating the original cell, if you will, the original copy. And what happens is in order for this thing to actually go out into the world to connect other people, it's got to create itself. And just as it's about to pinch off and go off into the world and create exactly what you've been asking for, that's when it feels like it disappears and you go, oh, it's not happening. And then you're the one who stops it. So if you've done this, if you've had a lot of things in your life where you felt like, geez, you know, I've been such a failure Look back and see if you pulled your energy out of things right before they were about to happen because you could perceive that it felt like it wasn't happening right in that moment when it was about to occur. And that's the thing. It's like the moment just before success occurs is the moment at which the apparency is that your efforts are no longer working because you've come to the point where the effort ban, the effort reality has gone away. And that's the moment at which you begin to actually generate a new energy, which will will expand the ma- the part you have maintained already. So you got to maintain that energetic uh, contribution that you are to things in order to to bring to fruition the things you'd really like to have fruiting. Yeah, you want to have a lot of stuff fruiting. Yeah, yeah, you want to create a lot of fruit, a lot of fruit, yeah. fruit. You know, and <clears throat> so we're talking about. I want to get through it. Yeah, let me get through it so okay. I can be done with it. Yeah, yeah, it's our it's our uh, backwoods uh, creation and generation talk. Yeah. So so here's the thing is we're having this conversation so you can start to look from a different place because when you when you can come out of the here's what most of us have done is we've had whatever experiences and then we've judged ourselves for oh I'm not creative I'm not generative I can't create like other people I can't do stuff like other people can I can't make things happen like other people can. And what you do in that is you end up creating that as your reality. Remember, your point of view creates your reality. So when you decide I'm not creative or when you decide I'm not successful or when you decide I can't do things like other people, you're correct. You know, I don't know who the famous person who was that said it was, you know, but he said either if you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. This is like, you know, it's like the thing is that that conclusion, it's like literally concludes the energy. One of the things I've, I've tried to get people to recognize in business is when I work with people with their businesses, okay, so where did you stop creating? And they go, I never stopped creating. <laughs> oh, really? Really? You sure? Well, what do you mean? I said, so when did you decide something wasn't working? Well, lots of times. Okay, the moment you decide something isn't working, you've gone to eliminating creation. 
And when you do that, it's like it's because of your point of view, because you decide that the thing is not working, that it actually stops working. And so you always get what your point of view is. You always get what that is. But it's because your point of view creates your reality. It's not because that's the reality that has to be. So how many places in your life have you decided that something wasn't working? And in so doing, stopped it working and have now decided the energy that you created. And have now decided that you can't make anything work. Everything, everything that is, times a gazillion, we destroy and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So everywhere you've come to conclusion, which has kept your life on the roller coaster of life instead of the upward going, onward expanding, always greater reality, we well, destroy and create all that. Times a gazillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyond. See, the one thing you got to get is if you, you know, it's like the roller coaster ride that most people consider life. It's like life doesn't have to be a roller coaster. Life can be this constant, ever expanding upward motion. And it's like what? most people. Yeah, I know. Most people think you have, you know, it's like, I love that thing. You, you can't know how good you've got something until you know how bad it was. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? <clears throat> we totally disagree with that yeah, point of view, by the totally way. We disagree with that point of view because that is certainly not our experience of life and living. That point of view is basically, well, let's just say it, crap. Okay. So the thing is, <clears throat> but because your point of view creates your reality and reality doesn't create your point of view, when you take that point of view, then you decide, oh my goodness, if I'm going to really be happy, then I'm going to have to, if I'm going to really be happy, then I'm going to have to know how sad things are and how bad things get. Yeah. No, you don't. It well, can, I, I love it because it's like people are always, all the time, they're going, well, it's like, yes, but you don't know how bad my life is. Right. I go, okay, so how bad is your life? And they go, well, nothing ever works for me. Okay, so with that point of view that nothing ever works for you, what can work for you? Uh-huh. Well, anything could work if I could change it. <laughs> yeah, but what do you got to change? Your point of view. You yep. change your point of view, you can change your reality. So everything that we're doing with this is the about allowing you to get to the place where you can change your point of view and so you can actually have the point of view and the awareness that there are far greater possibilities available. So one of the things I promised we'd talk about before break is actually choice. So <clears throat> so then if you want to look at choice, like let's look at well, this. Choice is the source of all creation in reality. Yeah, absolutely. And so one of the things we need to look at, one of the things we need to look at is a lot of times what you've done is you've made choices in the past that didn't work out well. And so you decided, oh, well, I don't know how to choose or, oh, I'm not good at this or, oh, I don't know what choice is or I choose badly. I choose poorly. So let's do this. So let's see. So if there were nothing, well, okay. So what judgments do you have of the choices you've made in the past that appeared not to work out well, that if you didn't judge them that way, would allow you to realize the brilliance of what you'd chosen and created? Everything that is times a gazillion. We destroyed and created, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Like, for example, in using the, the relationship example I used, which, you know, can seem like kind of a silly one for some of us, but... It's like if I looked and went, wow, I was so stupid for being in that relationship. I was so stupid for not being able to make it work. I was so not bright for being in the place where I got myself to be with somebody who was in such judgment of me. Those would all be conclusions. 
and decisions. And none of them would generate or create anything. And they would all actually. Except the same thing you chose. Yeah. And they would all actually create less in the future. But rather than that, I looked at it and I went, wow, you know what? I'm so grateful for being with her for three years. I'm so grateful for everything I learned about myself. I'm so grateful for every way in which I gave myself away because I won't do that anymore. And I'm so grateful that I totally bought the the idea of the perfect woman and the perfect marriage and all of these things because now I'll be in question for my future. And how many of the things that you've chosen that didn't work out well have would you be willing to look at from that point of view of, wow, I'm going to be grateful for it. I'm going to be grateful that it can actually occur. And I'm going to be grateful for the choices that I made and the awareness that I got from it. Which might give me a different choice. Because choice creates awareness. Well, actually, choice creates. It creates awareness, though. A lot of times, what most people are doing is they're trying to avoid pain and suffering by trying to make the perfect choice and the right choice, rather than realizing that every choice you make creates more awareness. That's the thing of defending for and against something. Right. It's like what people do is they defend a point of view or they defend against a point of view, thinking if they defend, you know, it's like people defend against failure, but they don't, you know, they don't choose success, which is bizarre. So who or what are you defending for or against that if you didn't defend for or against it would give you total choice and total success? Oh, boy. And everything that is times God's way, and we used to run on credit off. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. So who or what are you defending for or against that if you didn't defend for or against it would give you total choice and total success? Everything that is times a gazillion weed just running great, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So let's talk about this for a moment as it relates to choice. See, this defense thing, here's what happens. You make a choice that doesn't work out well, and then you keep defending against ever making a choice again. Like, oh my God, that hurt me, so now I have to defend against making choices. Yeah. Rather than, okay, so I made this choice, it didn't work out well, rather than defending against it, or defending that you were wrong for the choice you made, or defending that you were right for the choice you made, you go, okay, I made this choice. It may not have worked out well. What other choices do I have available? And what awareness did I get from those choices that I made? Right. And that's really the way out of making yourself wrong for choice. One of the things that was doing a money class in New Zealand, and this this person says, well, how come I can't have, it's like I I never make more than 50,000 a year. And I went, okay, so, you know, when was the last time you made more than 50,000 a year? More than 100 years ago or less? They go, <laughs> more than 100 years ago. Okay, 100 years ago, you know, $100,000 was a lot of money. So that would have been considered rich. So did you lose it all? And they went, no, it was stolen. So you're not willing to have more than $50,000 a year because you're afraid somebody's going to steal your money. And they went, oh, my God. And they began to realize at that moment that they were not allowing themselves to have more money than they'd had before because they didn't want to lose the money they'd had, which they'd lost several hundred years ago. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of a, you know, not a very good decision. Not a real good decision. No. And we're the only ones weird enough to look at it that way and change it. So. So, here we go. So, who or what are you defending for or against it? If you didn't defend for or against it, would give you total choice and total success. Everything that is times a gazillion weight, destroying and created, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So who or what are you defending for or against that if you didn't defend for or against it would give you total choice and total success? 
Everything that is times a gazillion way just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Okay, now the way this processing stuff works, and I've explained it on a lot of the previous shows. I'm going to explain it again just a little bit here. Explain it, Lucy. I will explain, Ricky. Basically, the way this processing thing works is <clears throat> we're running, we're saying these words, who or what are you defending for or against? And so in asking the question, what it does is it brings up an energy and that energy is all the places where you felt like you had to go into defense and didn't have a choice that's stopping you from choice and success. And so it's literally the things in your life that are stopping you are actually the energy of it. You know, we talk about energy a lot and a lot of times people go, oh, energy, foofy, foofoo. No, energy is actually the most pragmatic thing you can deal with because it's the one thing that stops you or propels you forward it's the one thing you are and have access to and have the most ease of changing if you're willing to. So what we're doing is we're addressing those barriers, those blocks, and those walls that you never had any other way to get to, and we're breaking them down, basically. So you have a totally different choice and a totally different possibility. So who or what are you defending for or against? That if you didn't defend for or against it, we give you total choice and total success. Everything that is times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, these, this clearing statement that I'm saying here is literally about going to the point of creation or the point of destruction where all of this got set in motion. Now, one of the interesting things is, and actually we're running out of time, so I won't explain it now. I'll do it right after we come back from the break. But uh, it's like what we're interested in doing is changing you, changing the world, changing all of us so that the world becomes an easier and more fun place to live in. And this unravels everything you ever created in any lifetime that allows any and all of this to exist. So we're going to go to a break here, and we'll be back shortly with uh, Access Consciousness with Gary and Dane on the Voice America Empowerment Network. Thanks, everybody. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series, My Gift to You. What if the tools to change everything are available now? In February, you can join me for a three-and-a-half-day intensive class in Hawaii. Are you ready to explore these tools and this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. 
In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. How does it get any better than this? We are talking about tanking yourself and pulling yourself out of it. And when I say tanking yourself, I don't mean like, hey, thanks for that. That was awesome, dearie. You, uh, you're really awesome. Hey, speaking of that. A Canadian, exactly. Okay. You'd be like, you know, like from Newfoundland or something. Thanks for the memory. Thanks, thanks a lot for that. Uh, okay. Hey, incidentally, did you know Tiger Woods, he was on a little road trip in his Mercedes and he found himself up in Newfoundland. And he stops to get gas at the gas station, you know, and the gas station attendant is there. And <clears throat> as Tiger gets out, these two T's, what are those T's? They are called T's, right? Yeah. Two T's fall out of his pocket. And and the gas station attendant goes, hey, uh, Tiger, you dropped something there. Uh, what are those for? And he goes, oh, I put my balls on them when I drive. And the gas station attendant goes, damn, those people at Mercedes, they think of everything, don't they? It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, welcome, welcome uh, to welcome, our world. Welcome, welcome <clears throat> to a little bad humor. Bad, oh, good humor. Bad man, I can't believe you said bad okay, humor sorry. about that. You know, that's the weird part about my the way my brain works. So I, I went from tanks to that. Do you see what I'm saying? Tanks it's not my tanks. fault. Yeah. Anyway, so here we are back <laughs> talking about after the fall. Yeah. And hey, and you know the clearing what? statement. So and, it's like what we're trying to do with this is erase all the places where you created something that is stopping you from what you created. Now, one of the things that you know, it's like people have asked, so why don't you just transform and transcend and you know melt that stuff into the infinite? Well, it's like because it's like you do those things, transform is to make it different. To transcend is to go past it, beyond it for yourself. And to melt it into the infinite is to let it disappear out of your world. Well, we're not just interested in you know our world. I'm not interested in just making my own life better. I want to make everybody's life better. So the one thing about destroying and creating it is like literally wherever you sold it to two other people who sold it to two other people who sold it to two other people who sold it to two other people. It's like all the people that ever bought the point of view that you had, when it erases out of you, when you destroy and uncreate it out of you, it disappears out of them too. So it's literally the greatest way to start creating a change in the world. And that's what we're interested in. How do we change the world? And make it a more fun and more easy, ease, joy and glory place, a place in which everything gets better. And, you know, one of the things you said was, you know, we're interested in changing you, changing us, changing the world. 
And at the same time, there's a level of allowance in that where it's like, okay, it's not about fighting what is. No. It's about creating the greater possibilities of what could be, but not from fighting, from, hey, there's something greater available. Why wouldn't we choose that? Exactly. And it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know about you, but I, I like to go for greater. Me too. I'm a bad person. It's, I like to go for greater and greater and more and more. I want, I don't want a roller coaster ride of life. I did that for years. Boy, so it's did like I. When I finally discovered that what I was doing is killing my future with every time I came to a conclusion that I didn't or I couldn't or I wouldn't or I hadn't or I shouldn't or whatever. It's like wherever I came to those places where I concluded the energy of everything I'd created, it's like that's the place in which everything stopped expanding. Yes. It's like you got to get to the place where you allow everything in your life to expand and expand and expand and expand. Whole different way of functioning. And the, one of the biggest things Gary just said there was about coming out of conclusion. Because basically what happens is if <clears throat> you're functioning from conclusion – Nothing that doesn't match that conclusion can come into your awareness or come into your world. So getting out of conclusion really is one of the keys to actually having what it is you'd like to have and creating what it is you'd like to create because you haven't concluded, oh, this can't happen. Oh, I'm not smart enough to do this. Oh, I'm dumb. Oh, every time I do this, it doesn't work out well. Those are all conclusions that a lot of us come to. And every time you conclude something like that, that's what you create in your world. So how many conclusions do you have that keep you from the choice you truly could have? Everything that is times a gazillion where you just run and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and block, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And probably one of the greatest ways out of that and beyond that is this other process that we've been running, which is? Who or what are you defending for or against that if you didn't defend for or against it would give you total choice and total success. And everything doesn't allow that times a godzilla. We just run and create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, all boys right, and beyond. So I hate to tell you this, but Dr. Dane's going to have to leave us here shortly because he has to be on another radio show. Can you yeah, believe that? I've got to go be interviewed by someone else. So yeah, uh, I'll so be leaving like, in a few minutes. He'll be leaving in a few minutes, and I will carry on all by myself. I hope you can stand All by up. myself. I know it will not be nearly but, as much fun, but nearly the, as good, or anything else, but... You know, I'll do my best. But the good news is they won't get any more of those bad jokes about Tiger Woods. Yeah, but you have some good jokes. I don't know why you don't tell the good jokes. Do I have good jokes? Yeah, you Man, have lots of good been, jokes. It's been I a like long time. It's been a long yeah. time. You'll have to remind me, and then I'll tell some of those. Okay, well, you know, it's like next time you tell one, I'll say, that one. Use that ah, one. Ah, gotcha. Cool. Voice America. Yeah, right. that'll work. Okay, cool. And I'll, I'll write it down in my Most little... Most of them are pretty racy and, you know... Racy. I like it. I'm, oh, but I can say whatever I want. Exactly. We're on board. We're, we're, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. We're on that kind of <clears> thing. <throat> there are no regulations here. I can exactly. do what I want. There. Exactly. I'll do Finally, what I want. a place where I can do what I want. <laughs> Just what you've been looking for your entire life. And any access class I happen yeah. to be in, I'll also do whatever I want. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's here's another thing. thing. One of the things is a lot of people have listened to us uh, here and, you know, the radio show we have and in different places they'll hear us and they're like, well, how do I start getting involved? Well, basically, how do you get involved? There's all kinds of ways. You know, we have a lot of resources available online. We also have classes available online. And we have books. We have CDs. You can go to accessconsciousness.com and look at the shop and check stuff out there. See if, you know, the books are interesting to you or the audios or the videos or whatever it is. There's all kinds of stuff. And, and one of the things I was speaking with a guy the other day, he's like, you know what? He's like, I finally figured out sort of what the right path for me is here. And the reason we have it organized the way we do is so you can start wherever you want 
get whatever part of it you want, leave whenever you want, come back whenever you want. So it's really is Do whatever you, you want. It is all up to you because it's your life and you should live it according to what works for you, not exactly. according to from anybody else's point of view. Exactly, like that. But if you're interested in, in starting with the classes, a good place to start would be with the bars class, which is the first in the series. There's bars, foundation, level one, level two, and level three, and then an advanced seven-day event. So just wanted to give you that piece of information. There's yeah, lots more. Also a really good class that you do called Being You. Oh, baby. It's called Being You, Changing the World. It's a three-and-a-half-day class. Aren't you going to be hey, doing that in Hawaii? Soon? Yeah, I'll be doing it in Hawaii. The weekend of – it'll start on February 8th. It'll be the 8th, the evening of the 8th, the 9th, 10th, and the 11th. So it's a three-and-a-half-day class. It's the only non-prerequisite class that I teach, and it actually incorporates the Access Bars class. So you'll learn how to do the bars. You'll get the entire bars training. You'll actually be able to run bars on people and practice during this class and also do it as you leave, and you'll actually be able to do that on people. And this bars thing truly is an amazing gift. As far as, And it's interesting because in our radio shows and that and in the – stuff that we talk about, we don't often let people know that that's actually one of the greatest tools you can use to create a sense of space in your life. It's literally what saved my life 13 years ago. I was literally going to kill myself if things didn't change. I saw an ad for access. I went and I had a bar session. And when I asked the lady, what do you do? You know, what, what effect does this have? She said, well, at the worst, you feel like you had a good massage. At the best, your whole life will change. Literally, she put her hands on my head and I started giggling like a little kid. An hour and 15 minutes later, after she moved her hands to all these different places, I was still giggling, and I got up, and it was the first sense of space and peace I'd had in almost three years. And it was the first time I remember knowing everything was okay, everything always had been, and everything always would be. And there's so many people who get their bars run who say things like that. Oh, my God, it's the first sense of space I've had in years. That, I, it's a huge gift. Now I've had people get off the table you know, and be taller because their spine stretched out. I've had, you know, it's like personally the experience of having my feet go from pigeon-toed to duck-footed. <laughs> it's like, how the hell does that happen in an hour and a half? That is awesome. And that's, so that's the thing is, is the possibilities that can occur. I mean, there was one lady who came. She was told, go home and get your affairs in order. You've got six months to live. And she came and had a bar session. And she left without her shoes, walked the two kilometers to her house. Her husband came to pick her up, and he's like, where's my wife? And the lady went, I thought you took her home. No, and her shoes were standing right there. She, previous to that, she'd not been able to walk more than 100 yards or 100 meters in, in months. Yeah. And literally, she walked the two kilometers home. So it's got a capacity to change things. You know, it's not a promise. It's just a possibility. So. And the difficulty is you created this mess you call your life, and you're the only one who can uncreate it. How's so there. Out? Yeah. So you know yeah, what? You so keep that. running that process. I'm going to shoot to this other radio interview I get to do. How did I get so lucky? How did we get so lucky to be with exactly. you? Thanks, everybody. And uh, I'm leaving you into the very capable hands of the amazing and phenomenal Gary Douglas. We'll see you all next time, Dr. Dane. Bye-bye. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. So uh, the process, who or what are you defending for or against? That if you didn't defend for or against it, would give you total choice and total success. And everything that is times a godzillion, we just turn on create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So who or what are you defending for or against that if you didn't defend for or against it would give you total choice and total success? Everything that is times a godzillion we just run and create it all. We're right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. 
You know, the funny part about it is when I look at this, like people say, I'm not successful. Well, so what's going on in your life? Well, you know, this, this, and this. And why do you not consider that success? Well, because I'm not making enough money. Okay, but isn't it what you chose? Well, yeah. So what would you have to be or do different in order to have a different result? They go, but I don't want to do anything different. Okay, so then you are a success. Yes, but I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money and I'm not successful are two different things. And that's what most people don't get. They've combined all these things and they've defined all these things as success that actually aren't. And so you got to get what really works for you. It's like I had a friend who was going, uh, you know, who was working uh, at a horse ranch. And she was going, oh, yeah, you know, it's like, I just don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have any money. I said, well, would you like to have a new job? I know somebody who's hiring. And, the, and she goes, oh, oh, no, no, no. I love what I do. Okay. So you don't consider that you're successful because you don't have enough money, but you're not willing to do something for more money that would give you more money, which would then reach your definition of success? And she goes, oh, I never considered that. I said, yeah, you got to get, you're choosing. Your choice creates, your choice creates, your choice creates. So if you're choosing to do this, you are a success because you're choosing to do what you choose to do. But you don't have enough money is a whole different ballgame. It doesn't have anything to do with success. And unfortunately, what we've done is we've defined success in a whole lot of ways that aren't actually success. So what have you defined as success that isn't success, that if you didn't define it as that, would give you the awareness of you? Everything that is times a God's own we just trying to create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what have you defined as success that isn't this success for you, that if you didn't define it as success, as success would give you all of you. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, in my life, it's, it's like I went to work at a horse farm at one time. And I was working 364 days a, a month. I would work from 6 in the morning until 6 in the morning minimum, usually 5. 5 to 6 in the morning, I would go to work between 5 and 6, and I would work until 10 o'clock at night. And I was happier than I'd ever been in my life. I was making $5 a day plus room and board. I had no money. I could barely survive. I, you know, But it's like, you know what? I was busy every moment. I enjoyed everything I was doing. It was one of the best jobs I ever had in my life because I did what I, I was doing, what I really wanted to do. Now, that's success to me. Now, did I have enough money? No. Did I finally give it up? Yeah. What for? To make more money. So I went on to something where I could make more money because I figured if I can make more money, then my life is going to be what I want it to be. But in truth, it didn't make my life any more successful or greater than what it is now. But it is part of what led me to all the things I do now, and for that, I'm grateful. And what if every choice you make is designed to lead you to what you really want to do, what you're really going to do, or what's really going to work for you? And it usually is. Because you wouldn't choose to, like, destroy yourself, would you? But people keep acting like they are. And that's not really a truth. So everything you've been doing to make you believe that somehow you're destroying yourself, you're just trying to create all that. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. 
Okay, and one more time, who or what are you defending for or against that if you didn't defend for or against it would give you total choice and total success? Everything that is times a godzillion we just run and create it all. We're right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. If what you wanted to create in life was children and you have a bunch of children and you may not have any money, and look, trust me, if you have a lot of children, you probably don't have any money because I did that. And, uh, you know, all of it is just a choice. And you got to get that every choice is really what is possible. So, what would it be like if you were willing to recognize that you have total choice, but have you chosen? And you got to see what you're choosing, how you're choosing it, and what's really working for you. So just because you don't have money, don't consider that you're not a success. You're a success if you're doing what makes you happy, if you're doing what makes you feel joyful. But if you think you're not a success because you don't have money, then guess what? Then you can't actually have the success that would even create money. How's that for a strange point of view? So those are the elements of, you know, after the fall. You got to, you know, when you fall down, get up and see if you broke the concrete. If you didn't break the concrete, you're probably fine. And know that you have a choice in life. You always have choice. That's why it's called a free will universe. You have choice. And you can choose, and you can choose again. But you got to make your choices for 10 seconds. If you make every choice from a 10-second increment, but it's only good for 10 seconds, then you will never make a mistake because you can always choose again. can't make a mistake if you always have choice. Please remember this. Please use this. This is one of the tools of access. I got 10 seconds to live the rest of my life. What do I want to choose? And if you start functioning from real choice, real possibility, eventually you'll have the life you'd really like to have. So thanks for joining us here on Voice America, the Empowerment Network, and uh, Access Consciousness. And welcome to our world, and have yours. Thanks. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome.